Hello, my friends, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dave, and together we will learn about all kinds of melon, squash, and pumpkins. I look forward to learning with you. Hello, my friends. It is extra good to be with you today because it is the end. The end of season one, that is. Just as the seasons outside change, so this podcast must come and go in cycles. There are no large changes coming, but I will be using all that I have learned to make our time together just a little bit more special in future episodes. I will be here again with you on April 7th, just three weeks from now. And now we must move on and live in the moment. And so it is time to de-stress. The world is chaotic, so let's leave all its troubles at the door, just for a moment. Please settle in where you are. It does not matter if you sit or stand or lie down. Simply try to be as comfortable as possible without falling asleep. There is no wrong way to do this, only ways where you might notice that you are perhaps not becoming as relaxed as you could be. And so you can observe as you go through the process and see what new things you might try next time. Now, are you ready? Then let's begin. Breathe in. One, two, three. Breathe in. One, two, three. Hold it. One, two, three. Breathe out. One, two, three. And we will do this just once more. Breathe in. One, two, three. Hold it. One, two, three. And breathe out. One, two, three. I feel so much calmer now, my friends, and I hope that you are too. Now it is time to move on to pumpkin bits. Pumpkin bits, bits of pumpkin. Now it's time to learn about what's going on in the world with pumpkins. This week, I've learned that a giant pumpkin sculpture by Yayoi Kusama will be on display all year round at the National Smithsonian Museum. Kusama focuses on pumpkins in her work because of their, quote, charming and winsome form, their generous unpretentiousness, and solid spiritual base, unquote, which sounds like pumpkins to me. Yayoi Kusama has been exhibiting art since the late 1950s. Now you can learn more about her work and her at yayoikusama.jp/e. I will have this link in the description. Next up, the Cream C R E M E Architecture and Design Company is developing a method to create disposable coffee cups by growing gourds in special 3D printed molds. Gourds have been grown and dried by humans for a long time to use as dishware, so this is not 
exactly new, but it is a new way to mass-produce something which humans have long loved. The cups are still in the design phase, so you will not expect to see them at your local Starbucks or wherever anytime soon. There will be a link to this news article about this cool thing in the description. Now, my friends, it's time for the squash of the week, which is actually a gourd. It is called a kukutsa. Other names for this are the Sicilian zucchini, the zucchetta de pergola, kukutsa longissima, the serpent of Sicily, and gaguzza, which is Italian slang. It's a pet name. It's a nice thing to call somebody that you love. While we do not exactly know where the cucuzza came from, it most certainly originated in Italy, specifically in southern Italy and Sicily, where it has long been popular in cooking. Seeds were brought to the U.S. by Italian immigrants, and they can be found in some areas of the U.S. with a large Italian-American population. The cucuzza is a type of calabash or bottle gourd belonging to the group Lagenaria Sicheraria. As is the case for all gourds, the cucuzza grows white flowers. Cucurbits that grow white flowers are all gourds, and cucurbits that grow yellow flowers are squashes. The cucuzza plant is a quick-growing vine, sometimes growing as much as 10 inches in a day, which is very, very fast for a plant. The gourds themselves can take a while after to form, however. Now in zone 6, they will ripen in the fall. In zone 7 to 13, they will likely ripen a little earlier. And zones 1 through 5 can take so long that the plants will never ripen before the frost and will be ruined. And so if you live in those zones, you may want to grow yours indoors before the frost starts and then transplant outside. Kukutsa gourds grow up to 3 feet long. And they get so heavy that you will want to use stakes to support the vines. They have light green, inedible skin, white flesh, and lots of seeds. One unique thing about the kukutsa is that the time of harvest changes what the gourd can be used for. When picked early, at about one to one and a half feet long, it can be treated like a summer squash, like a zucchini. If it is left to grow to its full size, which is up to three feet long, it can be treated as a winter squash. In addition to the fruits, the leaves can also be cooked and eaten and used as a remedy for an upset stomach. Now, how much produce can you expect from a kukutsa plant? I could not find anything official, but I have come across accounts of kukutsa plants growing between 15 and 20 feet tall and producing between 50 to 80 gourds in a single season. Since the summer squashes that this plant are similar to, such as zucchini, are known to be very prolific, I will trust these numbers for now. And now, my friends, you know as much about the kukutsa as I do. I look forward to being with you again in three weeks when we begin season three. Now please enjoy the coming of spring in the meantime when all the buds will be coming in and our favorite pollinators will be hard at work. In my case, my favorite is the lesser long-nosed bat. Goodbye for now, my friends. Goodbye. Hello, my friends, has been brought to you by Rando Plants, artplants.wordpress.com.